years. First thing I first time I ever heard that was uh, Jim Rome. He he would use it as a drop occasionally, and and when he would say when the uh, when he would say that I'm going to make it up to you, Jim Rome would always go would always say no, you're not. <laughs> so it's it's right, funny. It's exactly. been around for a while. So but, but. no, I, I love hearing that national anthem every week. It gets better. It just it really touches the heart. Absolutely, you're right. It's a, it's a great well, way to start the show. It is. And we're gonna we're gonna go from something that's very lighthearted to before we get into high spots, before we get into you know, talk about Ricky Cruz who's gonna be on tonight and talk about Dynamo Pro. We got so much to talk about. I do have to mention the tragic passing of Jerome Young, better known to wrestling fans worldwide, better known to all of us as New Jack. Um he had tragically passed away last week at the age of 58 from a heart attack. And the night I'll ask us, or he'd asked me about this before the show, if we should do a moment of silence. And I told him, I said, why not do the opposite? I mean, huh, when you think about it, never one to be silent. He's the one stirring things up, always the one getting the crowd wild up giving them a reason per So I figured we'd do the opposite on this one. I wanted to share, you know, I've watched his Dark Side of the Ring documentary dozens of times. It's one of my favorite ones from that series. And, you know, it. he, he went through a hell of a life. We're not going to act like he was a saint who never did anything wrong, but he had a hell of an upbringing. I mean... And then, like I said, in the documentary, you can show, see it for yourself. But he created a lot of controversy, but he was one of the most innovative and popular hardcore wrestlers of all time, in my opinion. And Hardcore Haas, I know you're with us over over there on the lovely boards. Uh, and Chris, I want to get your guys' thoughts on the passing of New Jack as well. Well, uh if you get a chance, watch Talking Smack from this week. Uh, at the very end, they gave, uh, I guess, Vince gave, let Paul Heyman say a few words. And, I mean, so it, it was a, it was really cool. I mean, the best, the best thing that Paul Heyman said was, like, normally when a wrestler passes away, we show video and highlights. And we absolutely can't do that because New Jack was the most non-PG wrestler around so right. when he's in smoky when he's in smoky mountain and he's uh saying oj uh <laughs> keep up keep up the good work there's two less two less we have to worry about i'm like ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's that's just cold that is bad i mean they had to start putting disclaimers at the mm-hmm. bottom of the screen when new jack and mustafa the Mustafa over there smoking pencil shavings and everything. Right. But anyway, right. At but, the bottom and, and, I, and I and I rewatched the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring too uh, after after he passed away, just because you know it seemed timely. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they had to put a disclaimer that said <laughs> the views of New Jet or of the gangsters does not represent the station or Smoky Mountain Wrestling because they were just getting. All kinds of hate. And it wasn't, you know, I've mentioned this on the show many times before. There isn't, there's a difference between go away heat 
and we hate you, Heat. And they, uh, the gangsters, New Jack, Mustafa, they got we hate you, Heat. I mean, yeah, they got a little bit. They got a little bit. Of, they got a little bit of both, though. If you think about it, I mean, yeah, the yeah. crowds didn't like him. I mean, the crowds didn't like him, but you know, it was a, it was a pretty. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was a, it's a sad time. I mean. New Jack, uh, I was kidding around with one of my friends. I was like, just imagine uh, being in being in that battle royal up there in heaven with all the wrestlers like, you know, Randy Savage and everybody else. And all of a sudden, Natural Born Killers by Dr. Dre comes on and New Jack comes out with that, uh, that trash can full of weapons and what everyone would look like. I, I thought that was that was my favorite. Whenever I told my friend that he's like, yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> right. Um. Marco Haas, you have anything you want to add? Yeah, it, it's just a sad thing with the passing of New Jack, and you know, it's this whole past year has just been a uh, been a rough year. But you know, Maestro, uh, I actually have been working on audio, and we've actually got audio improved and working. So let's give this a try here. I know when we were on our other server, which I won't mention, it doesn't work quite as well. Um, but yeah. I think we got it working a little bit better here. So let's go ahead and give a 10 bell salute for right. the passing. Rest in peace. Amen. Well, I think it's time we uh, kick it off into high spots. What do you guys think? Oh, I don't know. Do we have anything to talk about this week? Well, uh, just, before we, just before we go into high spots, though, Chris, you, you were talking about having to keep it PG. On this platform, we use the Iron Sheik as our, uh, right. as our sensor. Yes, yes so, I, I, I so it doesn't necessarily have to stay uh, stay PG. Uh, oh, tr oh, trust me, I I know I've I've been I've been here. I, I gotta love the Iron Sheik though. Yeah. So so what's the Iron Sheik say about censorship? Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So all right, we don't make the rules; we just break them. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to let you two take it. I'm basically here for the boards. To, but uh. All right, Hardcore Hoss, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for all the work you do, my friend. Absolutely. My check, my check. Yeah. Right. WrestleTalk Podcast. DJ Money. Yeah. 
Welcome to high spots where we pop news like Claire Chops. We talk shop, coming through the screens of a laptop. And non-stop like I wanna speak to the black top. We hit hard like head shots and back drops. I just walk fast, feel like a belly flop. Now that's hard. We up the steam while they stay slow. Wrestle talk podcast, now they know. We about to start the show. Uh. Well, I guess there is one small thing I should do. Actually, it's not small. Very important, very big before we get into our high spots. And that is talk about our sponsors for the Wrestle Talk podcast. I mean, come on. They're the ones that keep this thing running. All right. So our lovely sponsors for the program are Everything Combat, King Cade, Esports Bar KC, Interstate 70 Sports Media, Royal Mills Transportation, Painter's Dream Productions, and, of course, the FWWC. And with that, let's kick off High Spots with a little talk of WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to start. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I know we're gonna. I know what we're gonna. T- I know what the first thing we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about the the zombie the zombie jack match, aren't we? Wait, there were zombies on a wrestling yeah, game? I- what? <laughs> okay, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. Didn't hate it. It was. It was one of those things that was just. It was the match that had the least. Um, uh, the least needed for it. There was like had the least on the line. And they promoted the movie that they were uh, that they were that that was the sponsor of the show. So I mean, come, come on, it's wrestling. I mean, hey, you like the Undertaker? The Undertaker's got supernatural powers. Kane can send fire through his fingers. You know, I think I think David Lagreca took it a little step too far. He just went completely off. I don't know if you had the chance to to listen to to listen to that. And I mean, let's just I mean it is what it is. It's it was it was a way to tie in the movie and it worked and you know, it was it was the thing. <laughs> you know, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this. Okay, first off, yes, it was outlandish, it was weird, it was stupid, but I've been watching wrestling since about 2005, and I've been watching videos regarding wrestling that date back decades before that. And there are far more outlandish and stupid things than the zombie lumberjacks. I David Arquette was David Arquette was WCW champion for exactly. for the love David of holy. Was WCW champion. I mean, there was the chamber. There was the chamber of horrors match back in I believe ninety two or ninety three, where Abdul the Butcher was electrified. I mean, here in St. Louis, we had the TNA pay per view with the with yeah, the, lock, the, the lock, lockdown, lockdown with the and with radio. the electrified cage, and <laughs> then to top that off, my friend reminded me that there was a blindfold blindfolded cage match. So yeah, and then you even have. Something as simple as a sledgehammer on a pull match. And you may wonder why that's stupid. Well, just because you're the first one to grab it, that doesn't mean you're the only one that's able to use it. It just means you were able to get it down first. Like, WCW, had, WCW had a Judy Bagwell on a pull match. And I don't even know what that was about. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that just sounds awful. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, and, you know, I think the reason that this whole thing with the zombies is so overblown or it's so talked about is because you go back a week before to AEW's Blood and Guts match and between the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle and how it ended, controversial ending to it, Jericho getting you know thrown off, and everybody saying how that threw wrestling back 30 years. Well, then about a week or two later, you have this, Dawn of the Dead, WWE style. I mean, so I think that's another reason it's garnering so much attention. But yeah, like you brought up, Chris, and- we have seen so much worse. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it's it, it, it's uh, it, it's crazy. <laughs> and to and to come to find out, I read today. Uh, I'm trying to find the uh, article on it uh, that the Miz actually was injured during that match. Yeah. And uh, fear is that he me- tore his ACL. That's the fear. Yeah, the the that the fear and. But he didn't stop the match, and he, he you know, they credited him. Uh, Fightful Select actually had that. Okay. That they're not, they don't know, they don't think it was as severe as a torn ACL when it initially occurred, but it appears that he might have actually tore his ACL now. So we, we will see. I mean, working through an injury takes a real pro. It, it doesn't matter what level you're at, whether you're at the indie scene or whether you're at the, you can either stop the match, bring it, bring the match home to an, a quick end, or you can try to work through it. I mean, right. look what Triple H blew out his quads, uh, his quad, you know, yeah. he worked through the rest of that match. No, so, absolutely. I mean, I agree. And, I um, mean, I, like I said, like I said, we've had, I mean, if you go back a couple further than now on AEW, you had that, uh, that expl- that death match explosion whatever and yeah. the end the end the ending fireworks didn't it's all it was was uh, fireworks it wasn't anything right. it wasn't explosions it was just little fireworks right so but but that was that was cool so I would like to see I would like to see if AEW would have brought in zombies like that if everyone had been like oh well that's 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 new and that's that's it that's unique and that's interesting and it's innovative you know. oh yeah it's the next big thing like and I and I like AEW but what I hate is just hypocrisy between WWE and AEW I hate the hypocrisy where if one company does it it's okay there's nothing wrong with it but if the other one does it oh no it's all bad. And it goes both ways with those with the companies, but yeah, when, you, when you bring up the Miz, you talk about how with the injuries, you know, and how any injury, you know, going through the match like a pro, you know, it also reminds me. Remember at WrestleMania twenty seven, he was in the main event and he had a concussion, and it was to the point where he doesn't remember being like that finishing that match. I mean, he was legitimately not right. I mean, so you're right, Chris, on that. I mean, you can get your bell rung. The under I read so I remember watching something that the Undertaker with his match with Brock doesn't remember. I believe I saw it on the, that last ride special that he doesn't remember. Like he doesn't remember most of that day for one. Oof. I mean, people people get their people get their bell rung. I mean, it's happened locally, and. 
you do what you can. If they're really knocked out, you have to stop the match, obviously. But if right. you know, so it's just one of the. It's just it's it's crazy to think that you know, if AEW does it, it's perfect. But if WC or WWE does it, it's it's a. Uh, it, it's crazy. It, 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 it's it's the worst thing that's ever happened. It's setting the business back. So, I mean, and I didn't hate WrestleMania backlash. I th- With the condensed style, well, the one thing that the WWE has learned during the pandemic is like, you don't need six hour pay-per-views. You don't no, need, no. you don't need 12 matches. You need six or seven really good matches. You know, I mean, I like the two night WrestleMania thing. I'll 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 go to my grave on that one. I love the two night WrestleMania thing. Me too. I agree. Because you could split the card up. You can have just like they did. You have your women's main event from the Royal Rumble. The winner of the Royal Rumble getting the main event, and you get the the other one. So you have both of them actually getting a legit main event on one of the nights. So, but I guess that's just that's just me. I mean. But I, I hope I hope they've learned timing and pacing because they because this they've done really good here recently with a uh, uh with with the pacing and the amount of matches they've had. You don't need like you don't like I said you don't need six hour pay per views. So right, and I like I agree with you on WrestleMania this year and last year. Honestly, having a two day pay per view works out great. And personally, I thought night one of this year's WrestleMania blew night two right out of the water. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think, I think, I think, I think the year, I think the year prior, night two blew the the night one out of the water. Yeah, Um, I agree as well. I mean, like the. uh, But you can, but you can do that. You you can lay out a two night show better because you have like eight matches on each show or or so and. You know, you just can you can lay it out better instead of oh we gotta book a hot opener and then we gotta work down and I mean yeah but yeah Bailey and Bailey or not Bailey uh Sasha and yeah, Bianca killed it killed yeah, it that killed, he was not killed it match of WrestleMania in my opinion and you know when you bring up about not having to have you know twelve matches on one card. Look back at one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, WrestleMania three, and look at the card. I mean, yeah, you have all the top stars on it, but out of all those, you know, how many matches were truly either memorable or just outstanding? You know, I mean, because you on, have to on, all those wrestlers to be on there in very short matches. On WrestleMania three, let's see. I think you can remember. I we mean. Steamboat Savage, Hogan Andre, you kind of remember Hillbilly Jim and Hillbilly Jim Bundy and the Midgets. Uh, it's memorable for Bruce Beefcake's Barber debut. I mean, yeah. I mean, but I think I, I, if I remember right, Billy Jack Haynes wrestled. I think Billy Jack Haynes and Hercules wrestled in like one of the final matches of the card, and I don't know. It just. I think I mean I know uh, Jake Roberts came out with uh, Alice Cooper, but right. I mean, and it's not to say that it was a bad WrestleMania because, like I said, it's one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. But to your point, it's all it's all about the reason these last two WrestleManias have actually been good and better than expectations by far is because 
you have time to dedicate to all these matches now. You split them up into two nights, and you can dedicate more towards each of these matches. And like you said, you can have the main event for the Women's Royal Rumble on night one or night two, whichever you choose, and then have the Men's Royal Rumble winner on the other night, whichever one it may be. And, you know, this year it just so happened that the first night, in our opinion, was much better in most people's and, opinions, and and, and, and that's not and that's not to say night two night two wasn't awful. I mean, there was nothing no. egregious about it. it. Just it just it didn't live up to it didn't live up to the. Uh, uh, I mean, Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns was a perfectly fine main event. I mean, oh, absolutely, perfectly fine. I just you know, I mean that that's just my opinion, but you know. Uh, but let, back, backlash, WrestleMania backlash was really, really good. I mean, I, they, I mean, people, people, like you said, people didn't like the. But I thought Cesaro and Roman was a hell of a match. Yeah. I mean, oh, gosh. you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better main event. You couldn't, no. you couldn't ask for a better main event. I mean, but I mean, you know, for me, I think there is. One, the top, my favorite moment on that show was by far, and like I said, you know, for someone like me who's been watching wrestling for about 16 or so years, it was so awesome seeing Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio winning the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And I did not, and I did not know that that was the, that was the first father-son team to ever win the belts. I mean, you would think that, you would think that throughout time a father and son would team together but then again you think about it but wwe yeah i think that's right i mean so i mean it's just it it was it was good i mean and they played it off well they played it off with an injury i mean you can kind of see it coming i mean if you've watched enough wrestling you know that he's gonna come down and fight try to fight well one you know ray mysterio is gonna go at it alone Mm -hmm. so yeah he was Ray. Apparently, Ray was ready to hang it up, but then Dom wanted to work with him and team with him, and you know, so. And now look at it. Right. So. <laughs> and then, um, no more uh, custody of Dominic ladder matches. Now it's uh, right. Uh, right. Now it's how much of a uh, snake do I build that ladder matches? <laughs> But yeah, it was like a backlash was a good show. But can we talk? Can we can we switch topics and go to AEW this past week? Yeah, let's go. because because I have two I have two problems with AEW this past week. I mean, okay, right. the, the the Bucks the Bucks and SCU was a really good match. It was. I mean, I like Daniel's kind of Dan, Daniel's Daniel's kind of got Eddie Eddie color. Where you know he's just bleeding buckets, but that that's that's neither here nor there. There were two things about AEW this week that made me that was like they were just copying or mocking the WWE because they did that. They, they did the I'm sorry, I love you super kick spot. And then yeah. and then they and then the inner circle, not the yeah, the inner circle yeah, brought in circle. the yeah, the brought in the bubbly truck, which oh. obviously WWE has been doing that for years. So I just, those were two things I didn't like. I didn't hate the show. I mean, I didn't watch most of it because I was watching, I was, I was watching the blues play, but you know, I did see the, I did see the, I love you. I'm sorry spot. And I just was like, Ugh. <laughs> but, yeah, I, 
I agree on the the inner circle, the bubbly chuck uh, truck didn't so much bother me. I knew exactly what they were spoofing. It didn't so much bother me. The thing with the Young Bucks, actually, I was bothered by because Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels is one of my all-time favorite matches. There was, and it was so much. And it, it was, was a true. truly exactly. Yeah, it was. It was a true moment spot. You know, you have Ric Flair who's, you know, bubbling like a little baby as he's trying to stand up straight, and you just see Shawn Michaels like, and I hate to do this to you, but you know, I mean, so it, it was a it, it, the Bucks thing seemed fake, uh, forced and fake. Right. Yeah, I agree, and. You know, I get it. The uh, the Unbucks are the heel tag team that you're not supposed to like. But no, you that was what happened with the Young Bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. What happened with Shawn Michaels and Flair is one of the most genuine moments you will see in professional wrestling. And like, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels brought out the best of Ric Flair. Ric Flair hadn't looked that good in a wrestling ring in years. Oh my gosh, that match was phenomenal! Like Rick, Rick Flair put on decent enough matches, you know, at the tail end of his career. Then, but you're right, nothing no, compares to nothing that. like he, nothing like the classic 45 minutes with Steamboat back from nine in the early 90s, you know. Right. But, but I mean, and even that, even Sean and Rick weren't wasn't Steamboat Steamboat Flair from the 90. But, but Rick Flair brought it that night. So and you know, I think for me a match like that um is one where you have to say to yourself at some point, like, holy crap, Ric Flair might actually win this match. And for a lot of the time, even though it's the time honored tradition in professional wrestling that a retiring wrestler loses and goes out on his back, you know, there was times in there where we thought, wait a minute. Big Flair might actually win this. He's putting them in the figure four. I mean, he's dodging the moonsaults and everything. And, and, so and then, and then even, even, before, even before, even before the super kick to the, the super kick to end it, Shawn Michaels, he uh, hesitated. Exactly. You know? He he hesitated and was like he couldn't he couldn't pull the trigger and into into a figure four and. Right. So I, I mean, but like I said, other than that, a, I I don't follow AEW as much as I should. I I really should do a little bit more, but I just, I mean, I was so used to watching NXT on on Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah, and I mean, I love the NXT. I love I love NXT the way they're doing this Cameron Grimes thing. I didn't like the didn't like the angle at first, but they're with them. They're going to add Ted DiBiase to it somehow. I mean, yeah, that was funny. I saw the one with the auction at the house and everything. <laughs> that really cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase but, involved, but another switching gears for a second. I wanted to ask your thoughts. On you know at the beginning of the show when we talked about New Jack, I had mentioned about his episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Well, this past week they had come out with a new episode of season three of Dark Side of the Ring, which was about Nick Gage. Nick Gage, King. okay. I, I, I all of a sudden went blank on what episode was it? I know it wasn't Pillman. Yeah, but, you know. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Great, but 
Ooh, I don't know much. I don't know much about Nick Cage. I really, honestly, I don't. I, I mean, Deathmatch things is not my thing. I know he's I, super, super popular with with the wrestlers and everything. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> Nightmare Jones had himself a field day hearing about hearing his name last week. I'll tell you that he was hyped because you know I watched the episode and you know I've never attended an event that had a death match. I've attended a mm-hmm. lot of professional wrestling shows, you know, not just in St. Louis, but all around. And I've not been to a death match live in person. I know a lot of the fans there wear safety goggles and they keep their distance from the ring because of the shit that goes down. I the, mean, the, shard, the shards of glass, yeah. the, the shards I mean, of glass, broken wood, you know, the, the light bulbs that burst. I mean, that's why. That's why you. That's why you see a lot of the death matches take place outside. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Like, and they showcased that in the episode. Most of the matches that they showed, um, especially from Game Changer Wrestling, were from were outside, and yeah. whether it's just in the field or in the parking lot, you know, not a, no spectacular setup or anything. Which is fine. You don't need to be uh, lavish, you know, Hollywood style settings. Just kind of a, almost a backyard type feel to it. Right. And, you know, just throw out a bunch of weapons and, you know, stuff from Home Depot and beat your opponent with it. And, so, you know. Basically, yeah. I mean, you do, I believe you do have to take the insides of the light bulbs out because of the metal. The I, I do think that, I think, I think they have to because of the metal, the, the, chemical in there that makes the light light is it could be dangerous if especially if it gets into an eye or something so i do know they do that but but still they're it's still going you're still going through glass and as we saw in the episode nick gage got a piece of it stuck in his side yeah oh my oh that was brutal he and he wanted to go back out there yeah he that's the thing he kept wanting to play an angle to where and and it's like and Folks, we recommend you checking this out. At least I do, because it is amazing to me to think. And this is one other reason. I constantly praise wrestlers, both male and female, for all the dedication they do, you know, for their craft and how much they put their bodies on the line. Because let me tell you something. It takes some serious balls to go out there into a death match, get a light bulb slashed at your side, you are bleeding out, and you want to go into the match and continue. This man literally was flatlined for seven or eight minutes. He was dead right. on the helicopter, and he wanted to wrestle still. What? What's it, up with it, that, Chris? It, 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 it kind of it kind of reminded me of a, when I was when I saw it. It reminded me of a story. Um, okay. Is a is a hockey story. Actually, Ooh, okay. and I can't. No, no, I can't think of the. It was a Dallas Stars player. Um, it's gonna kill me that I don't rem- remember the name, but he skated to the bench and he literally collapsed. So it was similar to the Jay Bomeister thing that he okay. collapsed on the bench. But but no, he actually came to the bench and he was skating off. He collapsed. They took him back. They brought him back to life. Apparently, he wanted to go back into the game, and he didn't want to go to the. Oh, he wanted to go back into the game. Me. I just looked it up. Yeah, Rich uh, Peverly. Rich yeah. Peverly, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, Anderson, hockey players are just not wired right. But Nick Gay, I mean, and now uh, Gay wrestled uh, AJ Gray at Game Changer this past weekend, and uh, Moxley showed up. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. I heard I they had reported on uh, that, and you know, it's nice for Moxley to still be able to make those types of appearances because you know, early on Moxley, in his career, Moxley's, Moxley's living the Moxley, Well, yeah, Moxley was a deathmatch wrestler too. He was. Uh, um, but Moxley's living the best life. He's he's got a contract with AEW, but he can still do these independent shows. He goes over and wrestles in New Japan. You know, he's just living the best life. I mean, he is, and I think, and to me, I think that's why it would be great to wrestle. I mean, of course, wrestling for any major promotion would be awesome. But I think one thing that really sets apart AEW from WWE is the fact that you can go to you know other promotions, whether it be independent ones like Game Changer Wrestling. I, I think they, I think they, I think they have to get. I, I believe they still have to get permission to do it. You know, I, yeah, but pretty, even that's better than WWE, who says no. We basically own you. That's what WWE. Right. We've had this talk on the show before too, but how you know WWE basically owns you if you go to, if you wrestle for them. And don't get me wrong, it's a great, great thing. It's WWE, but like it's it sucks in that regard, you know. But they're independent. But they're independent contractors. They're not. They're not a. Uh, they're not full time employees. But we're not gonna. We're not gonna relative. We're not gonna. You know. No, that's a whole. That could be a hell. That's a segment of itself because. You know that, and that's John. John la, last week, last week tonight with John Oliver did a really good piece on the WWE yes. a couple of years ago. I really, and, I love, I love John Oliver. Great program, and I saw that one. And you, and you, uh, learn, you learn absolutely a whole bunch of stuff. You're like, and then like you're a couple of weeks down the line, and you hear something about you're like, you're like, wait, we just talked about that a week, couple of weeks ago, and right. so, so, but yeah. I want to ask you this, Chris. Um, So, and this is something that will hit closer to home for you and myself. So, you know, with COVID-19 restrictions starting to be lifted, you know, with mass mandates and things kind of getting back to normal or at least to a new normal. And a lot of uh, independent wrestling promotions are starting to tour again, either tour again. Fire, fire Fire back up, yep. Yep, or fire back up. How's it feel uh, knowing good old Dynamo Pro is is one of the ones heading back on track? You know, if I can be honest, I have the entire pandemic. I have not been out because I've been working from home since last March. We're working from home until at least September because they're not changing. Even with the masks and everything and vaccinations, they they decided that they wanted to do a whole summer and make let employees decide that they could uh, go on a vacation, not we're having to worry about it. they have to go back down to back into the office. So, but I mean, this will be the first, second time I did uh, last 4th of July, I did hang out with some friends for a couple hours, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, and it's, we will talk about it in the, uh, we, we can talk about it. We're still doing, well, the building still wants us to do the protocol, the protocols. That's why uh, 
that's why our event is a bring your own chair event because they don't want to put out the out the uh, bleachers that they usually have at the sports academy. It's a limited. It's going to be a limited crowd, but it's still going to be a fun crowd. I believe. I, I believe that people are so pent up right now that they're gravitating to anything that they can. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those. It's just where it's going to be a great. It's going to be a great show. I mean, you've got you've got Ricky Cruz and you've got Super Crazy going to headline it. So, I mean, uh, I can't wait to talk to Ricky about that later because I think I think he's really going to look forward to that. And uh, I mean, it's it's going to be a great show. A couple of people were like, "Oh my God, you got to bring your own chairs to the event." I'm like, "Well, that's a building thing, you know. The buildings want the masks." the social distancing and the bring your own chairs thing. I mean, <laughs> what can you, what can you really do about it? I mean, yeah, so. I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, we've noticed a lot out here, you know, and I've said this constantly on the show, but Missouri, especially the St. Louis, Illinois, uh, you know, Eastern or Western Illinois area is a big wrestling hub. If oh yeah, will. we have a lot. We we have a lot, a lot of promotions in this area that run that try to fight for right, fight for one money. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got Anarchy, and, we got Dynamo Pro, we got South Broadway, and I'm looking at uh, some of the fans who are tuning in tonight. You know, we have Shelly who's tuning in from Belleville, Illinois. Uh, Jason who's tuning in from Fenton, Missouri, which is. Not too far from the old Stratford Inn, where Dynamo Pro would hold a lot oh. of. Oh, I love that build. I love that. I love that building. That building was so awesome. I know. I, mean, I went to some shows there. That's where I first met uh, um, Jim. Actually, that's where I first met yeah. him. And yeah, it, it, it's, and everything, so. it, it's such a good building. It it had great atmosphere, especially especially when there was a whole bunch of people there. Uh, the funniest thing about the first show we ran there, we were going to start running there permanently. And the first show was in a January and it was a snowstorm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh, we, we still, we still went on, with, we still, we still went on with the show. We had the show. It was a good All show. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it was a very limited crowd, obviously. So, no. but, but then, but then, but then if you look at it down the line, we had outlaw versus Ricky Cruz. But, Wait, Ricky Cruz sure comes up a lot in Dynamo history. Uh, he does, <laughs> but but we but we but we have that we had that when Mike Outlaw won his first title. I don't know if you were I don't know if you were there that night. Um, but there was I don't close think to, I was there, but I remember it. Yeah, but uh, there was like 250, 300 people there. I mean, so I mean, it is it it, it the, that was a great building. I missed it. It's just sitting there doing nothing, you know. Yeah. Um, we we did inquire about it. We didn't inquire about it because the hotel owns the, the that area, but it went nowhere. So. Nah, man, so we so we found the we found Concordia and they're they're good. I don't know what they're doing with Cope. I haven't heard anything about getting back there yet, but uh, we wanted to have uh the event at the sports Academy because uh, Ricky, Ricky and super crazy were both in town or it, it's, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great thing. And 
I want to talk to all the wrestlers out there that are listening. If there are any of the wrestlers listening, uh, super crazy is having a, we're doing a seminar with super crazy and there are still spots open for it. Uh, it's, it's that Saturday. It's going to be at the sports Academy, uh, from one to three. Uh, it's, and it costs $40. So any wrestler that wants to better themselves, they need to, uh, they need to come out to this, this seminar to uh, register. You're just email dynamo pro dojo at gmail.com. So it, it's a chance to learn from one of the all time greats, international greats wrestled for ECW, w, uh, WWE, um, all over the world. So it's a really, it's a really good chance to get some really good information. So we have, there are a few spots open for that. So if any wrestlers want to inquire, it's dynamo pro dojo at gmail.com and they'll get back to you as soon as, uh, uh, as soon as they can. So. That's awesome. You know, when I got sent that information about super crazy going to be doing that sen- seminar, I th- it kind of blew my mind. I mean, it's we're having an ECW original. We're having one of you know the top luchador wrestlers and just a worldwide renowned wrestler. You know, wanting to help out a lot of young aspiring wrestlers hone their skills. So I think it's going to be a fantastic chance for any wrestlers, like you said, anyone listening that wants this opportunity. It's definitely not one you want to pass up. Forty dollars, trust me, that's a hell of a deal for this. So, yeah, and and if they're wrestlers, and if you're in like driving distance, you know, like in the, maybe uh, northern, more northern Illinois, up towards Chicago, over to Kansas City, because I know, I know there are promotions over in Kansas City that run. You know, they're in Iowa. You know, it's it's probably worth your drive to come down there. I mean, you just kind of never know. I mean, and. Super crazy! You're gonna you're gonna learn a lot. He's gonna he's gonna teach you probably psychiatry or psychology and how to pull off moves better. So, so yeah, yeah, I think so. And you know, it's funny you mentioned uh, Ricky Cruz, who we're gonna have on later on in the show. He he does really seem to pop up a lot in Dynamo Pro. I've been to Dynamo Pro shows, whether it be in Concordia, out in Columbia. When you guys have your Cinco de Mayo shows in Soulard, I mean, mm-hmm. all around you guys. And even, you know, even when like it, at Matt to Sin Square Garden, so people didn't think that you guys were at Madison Square Garden. Right. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was at, he was at the, the Wrestling with Autism show. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean, so, I mean, he's I mean, out there a lot and it's wonderful. I'm glad he's so, and he's always a blast to be around. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's, it, he, and he's so smart too. He's, He's he's just so he's just so smart. I mean, he gets he gets the business. He he gets it. He 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 really does get it. So uh, I know he's looking forward to super crazy. Um, taking taking care of that. Uh, and and I think one thing that that's going to be underlooked um, on crazed intentions this Saturday is the D one championship. And I don't know a yeah. whole. I don't know a whole, whole bunch about uh, Luchador Bandolero. I've looked some stuff up and I've was been in, I've been impressed, you know, um, but he's going to, but Camaro's got a big job ahead of him, you know, I mean, and Camaro can go Camaro is a Camaro. I mean, 
he's eight cylinder engine ready to go. And right. And I seen him. I seen him at another show. Pick up a guy th to threw him into a crowd of a, of about four or five other people, one handed. So I mean, it's going to be a great night. I mean, you've got Ricky Cruz. You got Super Crazy. You got Camaro defending against Bandolero. You've got Art City Mercenaries and the Bum Rush Brothers. Uh, I think my favorite though is the uh, looking at the card here. Look what we got. I mean, per, my probably my favorite women's wrestler. We have a special appearance by the Dynamo Pro Women's Champion, Rain Victoria, the Empress of Evil. Yes, we, we're, really we're, we're, we're yeah, we're hoping to see what she just what she says. Uh, um, but yeah, she is one of my favorite. She's one of my she's one of my favorite people in general. And yes. I don't know if I don't know if you saw the Dynamo page. Uh, they added them at Sadie. Sadie Blaze is going to take on Mikazi. Okay. Like, um, yeah. So that's, that's yeah. And, and you got a battle Royal for the, the chance to get a shot at Adrian surge. I mean, I, I, it's going it, to, we're, we're not coming out of the gate with some Shishawali five match card of people you've never heard of. We're we're coming back with our we're we're coming back with all all guns blazing. You're bringing you bring, I was gonna say it, it's uh it's guns blazing and it's full throttle. I mean, I've had the pleasure of interviewing multiple Dynamo Pro wrestlers on you know the on the shows I've done in the past, and they're great people. They're talented wrestlers, and I think it's perfect that you know and and, and, and going back to. And going back to Camaro, I have to tell you, him and Outlaw are doing a fan. Him, Outlaw, and Sadie are doing a fantastic job with the new crop of Dynamo Pro Dojo people. Uh, okay. Working, working with them. I mean, if and if you're interested in the St. Louis area, and you're interested in following your dream, becoming a wrestler, maybe just becoming a referee. You know, uh, you know, you. Just email dynamoprodojo at gmail.com, just like if you were for the wrestler for the seminar. If you're new and want to learn, uh, come on down. You know, they they work a couple nights a week and it's it's great. I haven't been I haven't had a chance to get down there because of COVID, obviously, but I've heard some really good things and I'm looking forward to seeing some of the new faces on Saturday. There is a lot of high praise for the Dynamo Pro Dojo, and a lot of great wrestlers have come from there, been trained there. And a lot of a lot, a lot of cities don't a lot of cities don't have a wrestling school like this. I mean, right. way back when I first started, way back in the nineties, the way you trained is you got the, you got to the building early, you set the ring up, and you you know, or you would or you would work out with people in your backyard, you know? I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> it, it's just, it, it's, it's crazy. We are very lucky to have a, a place like the Dynamo Pro Dojo in St. Louis to train the new talent. So, right. And I think, you know, you mentioned how not many cities have any wrestling schools. Well, if you want to be technical, I mean, it's the St. Louis area has two, you know, you have the Dynamo Pro Dojo, but you also do have the Race Wrestling Academy that still runs right. from WCW out in Troy. 
you know, I've been there, be out in a race wrestling arena many times. They put on very good shows. It's Troy. It's definitely one of those shows where it's to me. It reminds me of like a southern city where mm-hmm. they get together for a football game on a Friday night. The whole town gets involved. You know, it's like regulars. You know, the, everybody comes in. They have a great time, <laughs> and you just love to see it. And so the I've, fact I've that never, I've never, I've. I've never been to the di- or to the race wrestling academy, um, so I need to get out there sometime. But you know, with COVID, you know, you haven't really. They haven't right. had that. They've had they've had handful of shows, and they've looked. They started. Real, I, yeah, so I mean, everything is starting back. It's just like it's hard to it's hard to say when is the right time. I mean. You know, it's just, it, it, it's one of those things. You never thought we would have went through what we went through this last year. So it'll. I actually looked it up. Our last show will be exactly 15 months to the day of when when we had our last show in. Uh, I believe it was late February. That oh my gosh, that 15, 15 months. And you know, and the guys are ready to go. You know. I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good show. I can go that, over. That wasn't the uh, that wasn't the one with the Arch Rival Roller Derby, was it? No, no that okay. uh, that was in, that, that was in that was in Oh, I, that was a great. I love that show. That show was great. Was I want the. I mean, the we only had we only had like four or five matches on it, but we but we had the that. I don't know if you remember. Sir, the, I, one of the best matches of the night was Adrian Surge versus Camaro Jackson. Yes. From Bragging Rights. I was hyping. I remember I had both of them actually, or at least Adrian Surge, but I think I had both of them actually on one of my on the I seventy Sports podcast at the time and hyped up their match. And Adrian was such a fantastic guest. He was excited for the match. He was ready to bring it, and you know it lived up to the hype. The show, yeah, and you look at the crowd from that event. Yeah, it was it was half and half, you know, for the rival roller derby and for the Dynamo Pro. But I mean, seats were sold out like crazy. There was not an empty seat in that building. It was amazing. One of my favorite events. One, yeah, it, it was. Uh, we were hoping that we were we we're hoping that whenever they start back up, maybe we can re 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 get into uh, everything. With them again, because they they the the ladies the, the roller derby ladies they loved it they were they were all about it so and I mean it it was a really good show. it was fun it was definitely 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 one of the fun shows without a doubt I just can't so, believe it's been fifteen months <laughs> 15, 15 months I know it's doesn't doesn't quite seem that way so no it doesn't. <laughs> it, it's it's almost it's, when you say it out loud it's almost hard to believe you know it's like ah oh, i don't know i i just don't i don't i don't i mean it, it it really is it's hard to believe so uh i saw devin james uh post a little thing hope to see you soon uh much love you've been killing it he's been killing it with uh weight loss and Training for he trained for an MMA fight recently. Dude's got it going on. So big shout out to you, Devin. Great, great to you. Much love. Thank you, so Devin much James. 
Devin James Enterprises is actually one of the sponsors of Dynamo Pro Crazed Intentions this Saturday. So um, let me let me officially do the rundown of the card. Uh, Dynamo Pro, yeah, Dynamo Pro Crazed Intentions this Saturday night, May the twenty second. Doors open at seven. Bell's going to be eight o'clock. Tickets are ten in ten in advance at dynamoprowrestling.bigcartel.com. Twelve dollars day of show. Uh, five to twelve year olds are five dollars. Under five is free. Um, only a limited number of tickets will be available, so you want to get yours early. It's the Sports Academy in Glen Carbon, Illinois. Uh, like I said, it's Dynamo Pro Craze Intention, sponsored by Slackers and Devin James Enterprises. Uh, we've got Teacher versus Student, Ricky Cruz and versus Super Crazy, Dynamo Pro. Uh, D1 champion Camaro Jackson uh, takes on Bandolero. Uh, Arch City Mercenaries versus the Bum Rush Brothers for the tag titles. Uh, Battle Royal for the shot at Lights Out Adrian Surge. Uh, as I stated before, it's a bring your own chair event. The building will not, due to COVID restrictions, uh, everyone must wear masks are required. Uh, social distancing will be. Uh, adhered to you know all the buzzwords for 2020 20 and 21 yeah. uh uh so we'll we'll be all be wearing our mat the competitors will be wearing their masks except when they're in the ring uh the building asks that when you're in common areas that you uh that you wear a mask so it's going to be a good show I'm, i can't i personally can't wait to get in back in there and see all the fans um yeah, I think it's going to be great. Just check it out. DynamoProWrestling.com is our website. Uh, DynamoProWrestling.BigCartel.com is where you can get your tickets for this Saturday night. Dynamo Pro Crazed Intentions. And you heard so. it from the man himself, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Rodell is – it's going to be a show you do not want to miss. From the best stars – We're 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 coming out we're coming out guns of we're coming out guns a blazing. See, uh, even the crowd's hearing it. Hardcore Hosses, uh live crowd there, <laughs> giving all the approval, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a great show. So, I got to ask before we head into a break, I have to ask you, Chris. Yes. There is one interesting wrestling topic that I didn't get a chance to bring up earlier. We're going back um, to high spots. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go back to a high spot because there is one thing I did not get a chance to ask you about, which is A-OK because we were doing some amazing topics. So I want to ask you, what is up with, in your opinion – the cross-branded matches between AEW and Impact Wrestling. So having Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers wrestle with the titles on Impact and vice versa. What are your thoughts on that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're using Impact as a feeder or – I just – I don't know. I mean, it's great that they can work together and they're okay with it. Not sure that Kenny Omega needs to have both titles, but, I mean – 
he is probably the hottest person. And I just saw that Kenny Omega is going to highlight AAA WrestleFest in Mexico uh, against Andrade for the – it's their title, their mega title. Oh, I – gonna kill me that but yeah they're they're it it was just it was just announced today that omega or yesterday that omega is going to take on andrane and triple a in mexico so omega's becoming a belt collector <laughs> yeah he is i'm you know uh we last week we had talked about talked about uh becky two belts well mm-hmm. kenny omega is gonna have uh Little bit more than two belts to have to handle on his shoulder. Yeah, because isn't he a champion? Isn't he a champion in New Japan as well? Yes, he is a champion in New Japan I, as well. I, I don't, I don't follow New Japan as much as I should, but right. <laughs> it was kind of cool this week to see Yuji Nagata back in the the states. Yes, I did like that. It was. I think the way they're breaking the fourth wall or the forbidden wall, if you will, with. New Japan and Impact and everything with them working together. I think they've been pulling it off really well so far. Yes, so far, so far, so good. I like how they have a cool business relationship. Tony Khan seems to know what he's doing, um, and I think what I love most is that he is a wrestling fan at heart. It's like he's a right. guy living out his dream. That's what's important. You want it to be run by somebody, and they'll. And this is not knocking Vince McMahon because believe me, Vince McMahon, in my opinion, is the greatest promoter of all time. But I think what's great for somebody like Tony Khan is that he loves the business from a fan's perspective. So he still has that, he has that real passion into it. And it gives him more motivation to really push the product to the best of their ability. Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 if anyone's going to make it work, it's going to be Tony Khan. I mean, because, I mean, look, he's been buying up, he's been buying up theme songs for people. So, you know. Yeah. I he, thought when he bought. Tom Watts, old 55, I was, I had so much more respect for him. I already had respected him enough, but the fact that he had bought that song just so they they would never run out, so that song would always be tied to Brody Lee was amazing. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I agree. I'm sure they influxed some money into Impact, you know, so I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where it goes. I don't don't know where it's gonna go. So we'll just have to uh, see. Yeah, I agree. Now, before we do go to a commercial break, I was thinking about because we are still gonna have later on tonight with Ricky Cruz. But I also want to bring in Hardcore Hoss, and that's a bit of a surprise. I'll bring him on because I would love to have a third man join us on our shooting shout for the evening. And I know Haas is always one to bring out the takes, go guns a blazing. So, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestle Talk Podcast Shoot and Shout segment. And Haas, my friend, we're going to kick it off with you. Oh wow! Uh, I tell you, I wasn't expecting this. So, give me a minute to think. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we let Chris go first? All right, go for it, Chris. It is all you, buddy. You kick us off tonight. I'm just let's let's just talk about wrestling fans. Wrestling fans, don't take yourselves too seriously. It's it's entertainment. It's a it's yes, sporting that yes, they're athletic, it's great. 
you want everything to make sense. You don't want to see stupid stuff, but this goes back to the zombie Jack match. Don't take it too seriously. It is what it is. It was a promotion for the movie that was the sponsor of the show. They had to work it in somewhere. They weren't going to work it in during the Roman Reigns match. They weren't going to work it in during the women's tag title match that, you know, they were going to put it. They were going to put it there, you know, and it was it was Damian Priest was probably the perfect person to put it with, you know, with his with his with his gimmick. So just enjoy yourself. Don't just enjoy what you're seeing. There's been so much other stupid stuff that occasionally you're going to see something that you're like, huh? But I don't know. I just I just think that David LaGreca took it one step too far. I mean. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. Just don't take yourself. Let's not take our toes too seriously. I'm a wrestling fan. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. I understood it. It's something that you have to do. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do stuff for sponsors that, you know, I'm sure you've done. I mean, with I 70 podcasts, you probably put uh, stuff over that you weren't quite sure how you felt about it, but you did it because they were influxing money. So. Yeah. Understandable. Very true. Hosh, you got anything for us, or do you want me to take the reins for this one? It's all up to you. You go ahead and take the reins, and then I think I'll have it. All right, buddy. Looking forward to it. For the record, folks, it is not his fault. I surprised him on that one big time. So don't you, don't worry. Don't hold this one on him. That's the maestro's fault. <laughs> As for me, for my shoot and shout, it involves, and I don't remember if I've said this in the past. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't, but quite frankly, I don't give a crap because I, it's something that continues in life. It involves toxic people. And I'm not going to exonerate myself and act like I've never done anything wrong in my life or I've ever been non-toxic. But when you go around trying to bring down other people's days, it doesn't showcase who they are. It showcases who you are we have one life and it's a precious one we shouldn't spend it bringing others down treating them like shit making them feel like less of a person. <clears throat> what we have to do and i'm not asking us all to sit in a circle and sing kumbaya i'm not but i'm also not acting us to go out like a bunch of savages you know beating the holy hell out of each other and making everybody cry we gotta understand just because actions speak louder than words doesn't mean words don't affect you at all. You can't go around acting like TMZ everywhere and expect to get far in life. So for my shoot and shout, I just want to say, and this includes myself, being toxic will get you nowhere in life. We all have to be better. And with that, Hoss, I hand the floor to you. All right. Well, I think my uh, my shooting shot is kind of going to go towards my uh, my shoot job, uh, and, and in a way, kind of goes along with what you said. Uh, well, at least what you were talking about, because in this world, there's a thing called common sense, and people really need to use it. And if you ask a question and you're given an answer, and even shown that that's the answer. Don't ask to talk to somebody else because they can't answer it any differently. 
it is what it is and just accept it and move on. <laughs> common common sense common sense. People still have that? Well, I think the bank of common sense went bankrupt, but you know that's <laughs> I I think I saw some common sense half off at Goodwill last Thursday. <laughs> Just kind of floating around there. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a wonderful first hour of the Wrestle Talk podcast. We're going to take a little short break because when we come back, we're going to have the King of Chaos himself, Ricky Cruz, on. We're going to talk a little bit about his career, about the upcoming shows with Dynamo Pro, and later on, we're going to have the game show challenge between Ricky Cruz and Chris Rodell. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. The Wrestle Talk podcast will be right back. Jam Park with a chicken no breakfast. If you ain't a hustler, you might not get this. Eyes wide open, even though we sleeping. Have to get up in your face, you know, creeping. But you gotta be from my town just to know that. All brand new, no need for a throwback. Tell where you're from, but don't be dumb. Didn't even know it, but they said that I won. I will keep grinding, no rewinding. I will ace life like it's one big assignment. Young Max Saga, hotter than lava. Never tripping on them haters, cause they ain't hot up. Was a hustle, I swear I'm just like them Girl, put your titties in my face, that's why I like them Hey, big heads, but I love big faces My name is Victorious, I already tasted it When it comes to that important shot, I gotta hit it cause I'm clutch, baby. Young Reese, he's way too much lately, living mainly, feeling crazy. You know what's up, baby. Casey's the place where I'm at, where they get hit with the Mac, they get stabbed in the back. I could pull a long with a link up with the pack, eating motherfucking beats like they some type of snack. And then I hit the club, see the people moving. I be chasing paper while some people still snoozing. If you ain't winning, must mean you're losing. That's taking L's and that's something I ain't doing. I'm a straight winner from beginner, you should know that. From the killer city, so you know I gotta show that. Be the Kush Masters, break it down and roll that. Trying to get some racks at that back, get some more racks. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Drew Doherty, and I am the co-founder and owner of Cold Meal Productions, and you are listening to the absolute best wrestling podcast there is on the internet, and if you're here, you are lucky that you found it. It is time for Wrestle Talk with Joe and Renee. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. I am the maestro, Jeremy Carp, alongside 
one of the amazing voices from Dynamo Pro, one of the best figures in Dynamo Pro Wrestling, my co-host Chris Rodell, and back running the boards is our very own Hardcore Hoss. Chris, how you doing so far, buddy? Oh, so far this has been fun. I always I always enjoy doing this. I'm, I was only expected, I actually was told, I was like, yeah, we just need you to go on and talk about the show, and then all of a sudden Joe came up with something, and I had to, they asked if I would fill in. I'm like, sure, why not? Well, who's and I, once I found out Ricky was the second was the second guest, I was like, oh yeah, definitely, we're gonna have we're gonna have fun with this. So, so absolutely. Well, I must say, as we are heading into our second hour, we should go through the sponsors once again because let me tell you, folks, it is because of these sponsors, and I'm not just talking about Interstate 70 Sports Media, that the Wrestle Talk Podcast has gotten to where we are. Stream Stream Yard has been so good to us, and it has made this show better and better every week, and we are so thankful. So, for the following sponsors, Everything Combat, Kincaid, Esports Bar KC, Interstate 70 Sports Media, Royal Mills Transportation, Painter's Dream Productions, and of course, the FWWC. From the bottom of my heart, as well as all of ours here at the Dressel Talk Podcast, we thank you for all your continued support. And thank you to all the fans who are tuning in. Got to take care of the sponsors. Jeremy? Yep. May I, may I throw one more in there? Let's not forget now, Rathbun Engraving, well, as one of our sponsors, where they provide us with these uh, Wrestle Talk podcast mugs that you can get your very own for $25.00. Plus shipping. You can get your name engraved on them. They've got the Wrestle Talk logo engraved on them. And everything just tastes better coming out of those Wrestle Talk podcast mugs. So make sure you get your very own. If you want to get one, get with myself or the Maestro, the Night Owl, Joe, any of us, and uh, we'll get you set up to get one. Oh, yeah. Those glasses that you got to. Gotta choke some Steve Weisers in one of those bad boys. Absolutely. Well, wow. We just knocked our sponsor out of the way. I gotta say, it has come to my attention, Chris, that our esteemed guest for the evening is here. Awesome. So I am going to introduce him as best as I can, although for a man like him, there is not much of an introduction needed. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a Worldwide phenomenon of a wrestler. He is the king of chaos. He is a multi-time champion. And on May 22nd, he will appear at Dynamo Pro Wrestling to take on ECW original and luchador legend Super Crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure as well as Chris's to welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast this evening, ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Cruz. Hello, hello. Uh, thank you for that introduction, man. I feel I feel important. <laughs> well, you What's are. Go- How are you doing, Ricky? <laughs> What's going on, Ricky? How you been? I'm 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 good. I'm I'm at home. Finally, getting some rest. Last week was a was a busy one, um, and preparing for this week because this one is going to be even busier. Uh, it's it's going to be a great week. I'm I'm excited about the show on the 22nd and the 21st. I actually has an uh, another show that is going to be very important too. 
uh, and on the 23rd we have another one. It's it's like I said, it's a it's a busy uh, weekend of wrestling, but uh, that's what we want uh, after all this pandemic and a year without doing much. That's what I want to be back in the ring and to be back competing and and at the level that we are this week, it's insane. Uh, um, Friday, as I mentioned. Um, I'm, I'm back in Chicago and I'm going to be wrestling Bandolero, which is another Puerto Rican wrestler that we know each other for over 15 years. And and then on Saturday, none other than my teacher, the guy that put me in the ring, one of the reasons why I'm a wrestler, you know, to be with him in the ring, it's going to be not only interesting and an amazing fight, but it's an honor to me to, to be able to do this. Um, and then Sunday, it's a, an amazing show. Gali has her anniversary, so Galliversary. Uh, on Sunday, all the megastars from Mexico are coming in. Uh, Mil Muertes will be there. Uh, Itza Lupus. And, uh, all of the great uh, new new school wrestlers that are, are making their name in Mexico are going to be there. It's going to be an amazing show. But uh, but let's talk about Saturday. I know that you guys want to – that's the local show. That's the one that, that you guys want to cover. Before before that, did I see you? Did I see a video of you beating up Vandalero at one of the shows this past weekend? Or was it well, two weekends I, ago? I, I, like I said, I, I just told you, I, I, we know each other for 15 years. I didn't say I like him. <laughs> um, the guy, the, we, me and him have been at it for the past uh, seven or eight months. Um, uh, even during the pandemic, we've been wrestling for the Discovery Belt, which I have right now, um, which is a belt that it's in, in memory of uh, Discovery, which was a, a wrestling legend in Mexico and that came to to the States in Chicago and he trained a lot of the guys that like, like Ali and like uh, uh, pretty much all the guys from Ooh, chat, chat party. Um, um, great, great, great wrestler, amazing human being. It's, it's a major loss that we had um, last year uh, when he passed away due to cancer. And um, as uh, in his memory, they created this belt in his name and, uh, and I'm going to defend it this, uh, this Friday night. Awesome. Awesome. So yes, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about Saturday. It's crazed intentions. You get to take on your teacher, super crazy. What's your thoughts going into it? Man, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, people ask me, are you going to do a promo? Are you going to do a video on, on, on this match? This is the first time in my life that I don't, I can't, I really can't because I have nothing negative to talk about him. Like super crazy has been a positive influence on me from the, from the get go, uh, from, from him and Savio taking interest in me because of my martial art background and, and teaching me wrestling uh, for free, not not charging me for being part of the school at that moment that everybody had to pay and had to, you know, like uh, not only pay their dues with what they were doing, which I did that, but um, not, not having to pay. And, and it, it was, I mean, I owe him everything that I am today. I actually had a conversation with him today. Um, we talked about, you know, a lot of our history and how when I left Puerto Rico and we, he left Puerto Rico back to Mexico and everything that he went through, uh, we talked a little bit uh, of his his time in WWE and, and, and he asked me of, of my time in Mexico and how it went. And he said that he would have loved for us to actually get to work there in Mexico, but it never happened. Uh, so we only have wrestled in 21 years that I've been a wrestler. We only wrestled once and it was my very first match in Puerto Rico. It was with him. Uh, so the company could see me wrestle with my teacher. And now I get to do it after 21 years again. The funny part is 
that my first match was May 20th uh, in 2000. And uh, I'm going to wrestle May 21st with him again. Literally, it's full, it's, uh, full, 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 full yes, circle. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I All I can tell you is um, you're going to get to see some Mexican style. You're going to get to see some Japanese style. You're going to get to see some Puerto Rican brawling. That's all, that's all I can say because I know we're going to go all at it and we're going to test each other out. Yeah, and Super Crazy is doing a seminar before the before the show. So if you have any advice to the wrestlers listening out there, it's like it's from one to three at the Sports Academy, Dynamo Pro Dojo at gmail.com. You can sign up. There are some spots less. Uh, talk to the wrestlers out there listening to the podcast right now and say why they should attend this seminar with Super Crazy. Um, all I can tell you is Super Crazy has a very different point of view on how to put matches together, on how to how to entertain the crowd. Um, if you know Super Crazy only for what he did in WWE, you're missing out. Um, uh, you got to go see videos from the three ways that he did in ECW, the stuff that he made in Japan, all the matches he had in indie shows with Eddie Guerrero, with Rey Mysterio, with... Um, Man, with uh, all the wrestlers in Puerto Rico, like you have to look for those videos. And after you see all those videos, you, you're you going to find a way to be there on Saturday because um, he's extraordinary. Um, the, what you see in WWE, it's it's the the tape down. Um, I, I don't even know how to how to explain it uh, version of him uh, because you have to follow rules and there's some stuff that you can't do. Um, that in other shows he has no regard for. So I am thankful that we don't have a second floor on <laughs> on, on the venue that day because I'm I'm sure he would try to jump from there. Um, uh, well, we well we do have we do have those uh, soccer nets that you can probably get up on. So well, <laughs> I I'm just I'm just preparing everybody for it's going to be a crazy night. Yeah. Yeah. And forty and forty dollar and forty dollars for a seminar is 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 a bargain, especially with a guy like Super Crazy. Definitely, definitely. Even when I give the seminars, that's the cost, and that's just me. Comparing my my, I mean, I, I I'm very proud of what I've uh, achieved, but but when you look at me with him to pay the same amount for him, man, you there's no way you should miss this if you're a wrestler. There's a lot of wrestlers that think, you know, that when you go to seminars, it's just to bump and to get blown up and they just getting you tired and you really don't learn anything. This is not one of those times. This is one of the seminars that you want to be there and you want to bring a notebook. And if you want bring your phone with the full battery to record the the spots, the 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 exercises that he will give you everything, because at the end of the day. I, man, I trained with him eight months straight every day, and I and I forgot half of the things that he teach me, and I still think that I know quite a bit. So imagine all the this guy is a it's a river of knowledge. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, like I'm telling you, it's really hard for me to talk about him because I have I hold him in such a high regard that I I I, I don't think I do him justice uh, by what I'm saying. But uh, it's a it's a really amazing experience that people that are going to be there are going to have. 
Absolutely. Um, so, Ricky, I got to ask you, you know, speaking about Dynamo Pro. I mean, you don't have to, but you will. Well, I, that's right. <laughs> I am, I'm almost, I feel obligated. What, what am I saying? All so, right. I'm, I'm asking, um, what does it mean to you being the only Triple Crown champion in Dynamo Pro history? Dynamo Pro was when I when I came from from Puerto Rico and I started wrestling back. Um, SICW and uh, and Dynamo Pro were the like my house. I was always at every show from those two companies, right? And and it's incredible because SICW was the the old school look uh, of wrestling, uh, the the legacy, the the history of the business, everything that I learned from the veterans. And then Dynamo was like the other half of what I learned with Super Crazy and with other people that it's like high impact, what's going to happen now, like quicker. Uh, I don't want to say dangerous because wrestling, all, all wrestling is dangerous, but uh, but um, some of the matches that I did had in Dynamo with Outcast, the hardcore matches and uh, with the... the the matches that I had with, uh, uh, oh my God, the guy from Kansas. I, I can't believe I forgot his name because I, I respect him so much. Jer um, Jeremy Wyatt. Jeremy, Jeremy Wyatt. Wyatt. I am so sorry, Jeremy. But uh, and he knows that in the Midwest, I respect him. He's one of my top three uh, to wrestle in the Midwest. Uh, and, and you put Durden's head through a wall. At, at uh, no, Durden put me through the wall. Oh, I it was that wall. All the tables of merch. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another guy. Like I said in the Midwest, that I hold, he's he's in my top five. Um, so great matches in Dynamo. That's where the the King of Chaos name was born, uh, in the Stratford. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember you and Durden getting into a pull apart where everyone came out to, because he threw beer in your face if i'm not mistaken and then we yeah. got to the lot we got you to the locker room and here you come through the side door and try to get him again and then and then you guys had another altercation at uh uh the ready room i believe it was in delmar i mean so you had some wars with jake durden i mean yeah um the the funny part of it is that you face this person for so long and in so many places because we end up fighting in Kansas. We end up fighting in Iowa. We end up fighting here in St. Louis. We end up fighting in Illinois that we end up being friends. And <laughs> nowadays we, we talk, we're civil to each other. And, uh, and, but when that day, when the beer happened, people thought that it was like, Oh, it's part of the show. And it wasn't, um, I, I am straight edge. I don't do alcohol whatsoever. Oh, uh, and when he uh, when he threw the beer at me, I I slapped him. Like it was him. it was it was loud. Yeah. It it was loud. I'm sitting at the ringside going, "Oh, this isn't going to end well." Yeah, and uh, and I feel bad because of that that day, one of the guys trying to hold me was uh, Jaden. Uh, wasn't it Jaden Rose? Jaden Rose, and and I and I punched him out. <laughs> I knocked him out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, but um, I mean, it's wrestling; it happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a span for a while there where the Dynamo Pro Heavyweight Championship was held by 
by someone named Ricky Cruz, Mike Outlaw, and Jake Durden. Uh, no one, uh, you guys had such a three-way battle going. That was some of the most fun times I've I've watched wrestling. And uh, um, yeah, so it's 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 good. So, uh, so you. Uh, I know you got. I know. You, I know you said you're not a big fan of Bandolero, but this Saturday, uh, Camaro Jackson's going to take on Bandolero for the D1 title or defend his D1 title against Bandolero. What does Camaro have to do? Well, that's uh, a Bandolero. But I guess if that's if Bandolero makes it to to Saturday, the, uh, um, um, Camaro needs to bring his oxygen tank. Because Bandolero, it's a Puerto Rican that was trained by Discovery on Mexican style. And this guy, this kid is like a pinball. Um, he flies all over the place. He's super quick. He's super agile. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing wrestler. Um, I know they say I don't like him. I don't like him in the in the personal aspect. But I respect everything that he has done. He has done. And in Chicago, he has faced every single name that you can imagine of Mexican wrestling. From Pentagon to Ray Phoenix to anybody you want to mention that it's a name in Mexican wrestling, he has faced them all, uh, including Mil Muertes, Ricky Banderas, and Mesías. Uh, name it, he's wrestled them. Um, and and this is going to be a, a, a big test for Camaro. Uh, and a great win if he great if he if he. Let me put it to you this way. If he wins, it's an amazing win. And if he loses, he has nothing to feel ashamed of because he lost to a great, amazing wrestler. That's a, that's a great way to put it. Amen to that one. Ricky, I, once again, I'm obligated to ask. Don't have to, but I want to. You've been around professional wrestling for over two decades. And man, you, you make me you, you make him sound you make me sound like I'm old. The one with the white beard is, is Rodell. Well, <laughs> yeah. let's put it this way: the difference between you and Rodell, you're timeless. No, <laughs> um, I'm no, sorry, Rodell, Rodell knows that there's love. Like I, 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 I love yeah. him, Steph. I miss I miss hanging out with him and talking with him at the shows. Um, he, he's one of the guys that uh, has always been respectful and a great guy at the shows. So I can't wait for Saturday so we can sit down and and, and talk for a bit. I, I always enjoy learning under your learning tree on how you put things together and you make it make sense. You're like, now talk through what you just said and how does that make sense? So, you know, to tell, you got to tell a story. So yeah. I've, I've learned, I've learned a lot. So, uh, I know with COVID and everything, you haven't been down at the dojo as much, but I know you've been down there more recently. What do you think of the new dojo crowd? That's the new wrestlers that are being helped by Sadie and by Camaro and by Mike Outlaw and by you. What do you What do you feel? How How do you feel about this dojo class? Well, it's incredible. Um, how can I put it? When When I was there all the time training. I mean, you could take Outlaw, you could take uh, 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 Durton. Um, there was a couple of guys. Let's say from 20 guys, you could take three or four that you go like, yeah, they're going to make money. You know, they're, they're, there'll be names in, in St. Louis wrestling in a bit. But when you go now, man, like – out of the 20, I, I I think 18 of them 
are going to do great. Um, and the other two, it's because they don't go as much because they're busy doing something. Else. Like it's it's incredible how how much better it's gotten uh, talent wise and the dedication. Um, you know, they want to be there. They're there until eleven o'clock at night, midnight sometimes. It's insane. Um, the only people that do that it was when Durton was starting. I will come after work. Uh, he would train with uh, with whoever was there from seven or eight until I got there after 10 and we will be there until super late. But, but there was not a lot of guys who were willing to do that. And now they all Tootie, um, what's her, her full name? Say, I don't know. Lynn Ramsey. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. She wants to train. She, she got in the ring with me the other day and wanted to train Mexican style. And I teach her a couple of moves and whatnot. She put it on Facebook and everybody blew away about it, but she, she, she doesn't have a quit on her. I'm, I'm really proud. I'm very happy to see how much Outlaw has grown and how much of a great trainer he's, he's being to them because he's not just teaching spots and, and sequences, but logic and stop everything and explain why. Because that's the, the reality of wrestling is not what you're doing, it's why you're doing it. And when you understand that and when you're good at that, you can wrestle anywhere in the world because you will always let the fans understand why things are happening. Absolutely. You know, with with COVID, it, it put a big damper, not just on the world itself, and the damper is the complete understatement of the century with that. But, you know, in, it impacted the professional wrestling landscape in so many ways. Now, as many promotions in the Midwest are starting to hold events and getting back into the swing of things, you know, biggest example here we have is, of give course, me, uh, great me, intentions. Give me, don't don't leave. Give me one second. My 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 wife just brought me something. Oh, okay. shout out to my wife. Thank you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's live. No, that's fine. This is live. Yeah, I was gonna say it's live, folks. You're listening to the <laughs> Russell Talk podcast. We have. The king of chaos, Ricky, who's with us. So, Ricky, I, you know, with uh, as many promotions in the Midwest are beginning to hold events, what have you been doing to keep yourself in shape, keep yourself primed and ready to go for all these events? Well, I was grateful and uh, not grateful, but um, lucky enough that um, that I, I never stopped. Even in the pandemic, uh, uh, Gali uh, has their own studio and we would do events from there and record and either record them for pay-per-view or uh shoot them live for for live streaming for people to to watch from their home so um i'm literally been for the past year going to chicago weekly um sometimes fridays and sundays for for so it's it's been interesting um but now um with with everything opening up a little bit uh, being able to work in other places too IWA Productions. Um, I end up becoming their champ this time. Um, in Gali, I have the Discovery belt, and I've been defending that and going there weekly. Uh, uh, who else? Um, South Broadway started back up, and we're up and at it and doing great. And I mean, it's it's been it's been busy. It's it's been moving. So. Well, so I'm going to do a little something different. I'm going to do a word association with you. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a name or something. 
Um, and I want you to know, Hedge, just give a few words about this person or this promotion or whatever. Uh, first of all, uh, let's talk about uh, Dynamo Pro Wrestling. Give us a few words about Dynamo Pro. Dynamo Pro, man, it has a special place in my heart, not only because of Jim and Crystal, which are the owners, but because, you know, the guys that um, that were there at a certain point were like my family. I saw those guys more than than I saw my own my own family, right? And they, they became my family. You know, uh, at that point, Outlaw was always with me everywhere I went. Um, Durton, the same. Uh, Jake Parnell at that point, uh, uh, Warhorse or whatever his name is now, um, was all the time with us, you know, um, even, even pumpkin, uh, which I can't remember his, uh, Gallagher. It was yeah, Gall Gallagher. So, yes. you know, we were always together. We were always, uh, cause I did work in other companies and it was great. And I knew the guys and whatnot, but, but I'm talking about, we trained together all the time. We did the shows together all the time. We were after the shows all the time. Like it was, it was family. Um, so all I can say, yeah, Dynamo is like part of me. Uh, okay, next one, Mikazi. Mikazi was uh, on the getting out of wrestling when I came into Dynamo. We, we didn't encounter each other that much. Um, and then when I came back um, to wrestle after my neck injury, I saw him wrestling. He, he was actually the champ at that point, and then he lost to Surge. Um, I I like the I like the persona. It's a it's a it's a Japanese style um, persona, and and I'm all into that. I love I love martial arts. I love Japanese stuff. So I, I can't wait to see him in the ring one day. We we haven't faced each other. We did once when I when I started in SICW, but that was a long 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 time ago. Oh, okay, next one. Let's talk about Adrian Surge. Bro, since you won the title from Mikazi. I know. I don't think. You, I don't think you've ever wrestled him yet. No, we haven't wrestled yet. Um, uh, hopefully soon. Does he? Does he still have the belt? Because then I he, really he, want to wrestle him. Yeah, he uh, is. I'm, he is. I'm, I'm he is of, the I'm kind of collecting bills right now. Um, I have. I have four. I need a fifth one. Yeah. Uh, what about Camaro Jackson? One of the guys that I think is going to be the future of San Luis wrestling. A lot of people don't see the potential that this kid has. I can tell you because not only I have faced him in the ring, and I know that he has the heart, but but he wants he's a big, strong guy, and he still wants to learn stuff that a lightweights would do. And he's get he gets in the ring with me and trains and does like all these flying stuff from Mexico and whatnot that I try to teach him, and he's not scared of it. So that's what you need to grow. That's what you need to learn from anyone that's willing to teach you. And at the end of the day, I, I think he's going to be signed eventually. Uh, Galley, Galley Lucha Libre. Man, my, my home away from home. That's All my Latin guys are there. I have a group of Puerto Ricans that are there. Uh, the group, it's called the Sociedad Boricua, which means the Puerto Rican Society. And there's nine Puerto Rican guys there, plus all the Mexican guys that are there. I know from years and years of traveling to Mexico, I get to see wrestlers from from back in the day that come like like Mil Muertes or like Mesias or like uh, Iroboy or 
I mean, because of them, I have I I've gotten to see way more of my old friends than anybody else. Uh, okay, let's, let's got just a couple more. Uh, IWAP. Iloloa uh, Productions, IWAP. Man, the dude that created IWAP, he's a visionary. He literally bought a middle school and converted into the Midwest uh, <laughs> edition of NXT. They have their own gym. They have tanning beds. They have the restaurant that is right next to the to the studio that they record their shows. Like It's insane what this guy made with IWA Productions. He he is a great guy. I I am thankful and lucky to be able to work on those shows. Just a few more. Uh, the Bum Rush Brothers, Outcast and Shorty Biggs. Amazing tag team. I wish I wish they uh they travel so so more people know about them because they're amazing, amazing entertainers, and amazing workers. Uh, Jake Durden. At a certain point, I thought that he was going to be signed like right off the bat, but but um, he went. And, a different route and now he has a family he's a, a he's a grown man like I, I like to call it and and i respect the hell out of him for for everything he has done and for the things that i know he will end up doing uh i think we touched on it earlier mike outlaw man he's my he's my kid that's all i can say he's one of my kids You, yeah, you said you started with him when he started. So to see his growth has just been—I know that's—it's it's, in, it's insane. Not only not only knowledge-wise, but even physically. Like he, um, I stopped seeing him for like a year and a half because he was in NWL and all that stuff over there when he moved and whatnot. And and then when he came back, he was like a completely different human being <laughs> like if he grew hair let's put it that way like it's, i don't know how to explain it, but uh, man he's such a different guy um even his style of wrestling has changed a lot um and i i can't wait to see what he could do because um, i haven't seen him in a while so i want i want to see what he can still do yeah and one last one super crazy man the my teacher that's all i have to say like my sensei uh, I can't wait to see him in the ring. I can't wait to hear the crowd. Even when I'm going to be taking the beating or, or, or whatever, I can't wait to hear the crowd chanting his name. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm going to let him beat me. That ain't happening. <laughs> but but um, just to have the opportunity to be right there and see the reaction of the crowd and, 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 and look at through different eyes that the, the, the perspective when I wrestled him the first time, I was just literally, it was my first match. So I was so nervous, so concentrated on everything that I couldn't really enjoy what was going on. But this time around, it's totally different. It's a complete different mentality. So I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. It's this Saturday, Crazed Intentions at the Sports Academy in Glen Carbon. You can get your tickets at DynamoProWrestling.BigCartel.com. 
Ricky Cruz, Super Crazy, Camaro Jackson, Bandolero. There's going to be a battle royal to for a shot at Adrian Surge's title. There's your chance. You can maybe you can get into that too. I know you're going to be busy with Super Crazy, but <laughs> I mean, I, I, you want you want a shot? Art City Mercenaries versus the Bum Rush Brothers. A whole lot more. It's going to be a great show. Get your tickets. As always, masks and social distancing will be um, will be adhered to, and you must bring your own chairs. So of COVID protocols. So, I mean, Jeremy, you got anything else to ask him? I think we've covered just about everything. I think all I have to ask is, Ricky, how do you feel if you were to go up against Chris and our WrestleTalk podcast game show challenge? I feel great that you finally don't feel obligated to ask me that question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, um, All righty. Ladies I'm always, and gentlemen. Last time we did this, I won, just so you know. Yes. Yes. That yes. is and, one of and, the And if he, if he wins tonight, if, if, I, if I win tonight, uh, I might be in trouble on Saturday. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you'll be in trouble on Saturday no matter what happens. I don't Pro- know. Probably, probably I'm going to be a lot closer to Super Crazy and Ricky Cruz than I probably should be. I'm, That's I, what I'm saying. I, what? I, what? Have, I have this feeling. I have this feeling we're going to see super crazy go over my head into. Um, Let, <laughs> let's the, hope not. Let's hope why not. Did you, I told you not to mention the soccer nets there. There's a specific <laughs> reason yeah. I told you. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the world famous Wrestle Talk podcast game show challenge. Hoss, hit the music. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's installment of the world-famous Russell Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Tonight's contest is scheduled for the best two out of three falls. Our contestants are the voice of Dynamo Pro Wrestling, Chris Rodell, and the king of chaos himself, Ricky Cruz. Now, since both of tonight's contestants have nicknames, tonight's Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge category is titled Wrestling Nicknames. In a few moments, I will give the nicknames of three professional wrestlers. The first person to win two falls in tonight's game show challenge. Now, this is one thing I love about StreamYard is that I can easily tell who says it first. So <laughs> there's always that plus. Alrighty. So, Ricky, are you ready, my friend? I'm I'm going to do my best, yes. All right, Chris, are you ready, buddy? I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. All right, question number one. What professional wrestler in was known in WCW, the WWE, and Impact Wrestling as the Big Bad Booty Daddy and Scott Big Steiner. Pop- Scott, Scott Steiner. Steiner is correct. Yes, it is. All right. I was trying to let him finish. <laughs> I appreciate that, and I'll explain why later on. But anyway, okay. Question number two. <laughs> I can't believe this one. Okay. What <laughs> professional wrestler 
it, ECW, the WWF, and Impact Wrestling as known as the Rookie Monster, the Man Beast, and R Rhino. the War Machine. Rhino's correct. I didn't right. know about the first one. I didn't know about the first yeah. one. That's what I'm saying. I saw that. I'm like, what? Okay. Well, that, the rookie monster was because he he debuted uh, like literally like a beast and destroyed everybody in the ring, and he was called the rookie. So so they started saying that he was a monster, that he was a beast, and whatnot. So they end up saying the rookie monster right now. Hmm. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. There we go. See. All right. I learned something new here, folks. All right. Time for question number three. This one's for all the marbles. What professional wrestler was known in WCW, WWE, and Impact Wrestling as Simply Irresistible, The Chosen One, and Double J? Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett. Oh. Ricky Cruz got it. Jeff Jarrett ah. is correct. Hit that music, Hoss. Wait, what was the first one? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. Okay, so for the Jeff Jarrett one, the first nickname is Simply Irresistible. <laughs> I've never heard of that. But okay, I've never, I've never heard. heard of that. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you the truth on this one. I never heard for Scott Steiner. I had never heard of the Big Bad Booty Daddy. I'll be honest. Really? I had not, I had not heard that one. That's interesting. Yeah. I knew the genetic <laughs> You know what, Hawes? No one asked you. <laughs> so that's what I get for letting him join the shooting shout. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations, rookie. Thank you. It's a, Thank you. It's a big, another, another big win on the game show challenge for you. Chris, Chris Odell is saved this Saturday. Yes, well, I don't know about that. Not sure about that. Like I said, yeah, if if super crazy is as crazy as what I've seen in the past on on videos, I it's going to be a long night. Yeah, it it's going to be. It is definitely going to be one. But we don't have. But we don't have. We don't really have a second floor, so I think we'll be safe. But you never, you never know. You never know, man. We're crazy, like. <laughs> from the floor, he can jump like seven feet high. So that's, I was gonna say he's not dude, called super crazy the for nothing. There, there's a reason why he's called super crazy. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I really think he's gonna. I really think he's gonna get there and see the soccer nets and think, man, can I crawl up here? I'm not sure. I feel I was, that I was. I was more concerned with the barrier of the field. Oh. Yeah, yeah you're probably gonna go into that a couple times, aren't you? No, no, no. Of him climbing there. There's not much room. That's just a little piece of edge of glass. I mean, have, you, not seen, like... have you seen him? <laughs> good, like, good. Do you think he needs a lot of room? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but, but it's going to be fun. Uh, Rick, 
Ricky, where can we find you on social media? Social media, you can find me at Ricky Cruz STL. It doesn't matter which road social media, it's always the same. Ricky Cruz STL in uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, your mom's phone, <laughs> phone book, uh, <laughs> anywhere. It's Ricky Cruz STL. Um, and uh, somebody asked me the other day in Facebook if it was really me answering back because they were interested on my merch. Yes, it is me. Uh, I always try to answer everybody that comments or that um, send me messages unless it's something inappropriate, and then I don't answer to those. Right. And you'll have all your merchandise there this Saturday because you got a lot of really cool stuff. Yes, uh, I got a bunch of stuff that just got um, home from Mexico. Um, a lot of great masks. Um, as as you know, everything that I sell is um, – I try to bring the best quality from over there when it comes to masks. It's actually – masks that can be worn to wrestle they're real wrestlers masks not the fan for kids that you watch and they get destroyed no i, I bring the real deal um uh, plus all the shirts and all the ricky cruz merchandise as always don't you don't so, you have a ricky cruz did, did i see you have a ricky did, did i see you had a ricky cruz puzzle at one point yes i have puzzles what? i have uh, memory games i have anything that you can imagine you know that the people go like really memory game you know what the other day, I had the opportunity to meet a, a senior citizen, and a guy, a guy that was a, a fan, and he came and bought three so he could take them to the senior li uh, living uh, facility that he's in for him and his friends be able to use this memory games to to work on their memory. So, so see, I'm helping everybody. I work from at the senior living center, so I might honestly have to take you up on that. I'm actually that's actually really interesting. Yeah, I, I was I was very I I never thought when uh, when the person that makes all my my merchandise told me about it I never thought that it was gonna end up being used for for something like that but uh, it was kind of cool. All we need is awesome. some uh, Ricky Cruz ice cream bars and we'll be in business. Oh my God, I don't know because if CM Punk didn't get them, I don't I won't get them either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well, Ricky. Well, I, I look I look forward to seeing you Saturday. It's yes, me too. Let me tell you something um, uh, real quick. We we are going to have to talk in about a month. Um, there's something very special to me cooking. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, me and one of the wrestling local companies are putting up together um, and, uh, a different type of show. And wrestlers from different companies are going to come and help out. And I'm, I'm just trying to give a platform to local guys to to be able to get seen by their local fans, and what I mean by that is that, for example, um, if I'm in uh, if I'm in St. Louis City, I want most of the wrestlers from St. Louis City to be able to be able to participate and be in that platform. If I'm in Limburg, most of the guys from Limburg, and uh, and that's what I'm trying to do in the area to to get the guys that are local guys more exposure. So the first one will be in Arnold. Um, and hopefully it will be a great show, but we'll talk about that later because, uh, right now my concentration, it's on super crazy this Saturday. That's a tall task, but I think you got this Ricky. Thank you so much for being on this evening. It has been an absolute, and you know what? The questions were less of an obligation and more of a pleasure in all seriousness. <laughs> you know? I, I, am, I am truly, truly happy to be here. I am truly 
uh, honored that you guys uh, uh, take the time to talk to me. And uh, hopefully I get to see you all on, on Saturday. Uh, it's been a while, so thank God we got wrestling back. And, uh, and hopefully the fans uh, are as excited as we are about it. I hope so too. It's good. I I told I told him earlier. I said we're coming back. We're not coming back with just five matches with guys you never heard of. We're coming out with guns a blazing. So we're gonna we're gonna entertain you for two and a half hours. Get your mind off of everything that's happened this last year. So yes, yes. All right, so. ladies and gentlemen, the King of Chaos, Ricky Cruz. He will be wrestling Super Crazy this. Oh man, what what a guy! Like we talk about great wrestlers, but it's even better when he, you know, he's such a great Rick, guy as well. Rick Genuine, is, he's so he's so smart. He's uh, just I I. It's truly an honor whenever I get to talk to him because I you know I pitched yeah. him ideas of what to do. He's like, okay, but then how does this make sense? You know, just you're just doing a move. Make make it make sense. So. So I, I am looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to Super Crazy. I've never seen him live, so. I mean, we'll see if he's actually as crazy as what his name says. So, um, uh, I guess I guess while we're talking about it, let me run let me run down that one more time, just so we know. Well, First of all, we got we we've got the super crazy seminar that's taking place Saturday from one to three at the Sports Academy. It's forty dollars. Uh, uh, if you are interested, wrestlers, if you're interested, uh, hit it up at DynamoProDojo at gmail.com. Uh, and also, if you're if you're a fan and you want to try to take on this crazy business wrestling business, you think you can do it, then hit that same address up. But the show is Saturday night. Uh, doors open at seven. Bells at eight. Uh, you can get your tickets in advance. Uh, DynamoProWrestling.BigCartel.com. You just bring your own chairs uh, due to COVID protocols. Also, masks and social distancing will be required. Uh, the main event is teacher versus student. We've talked about it a lot. Super crazy versus Ricky Cruz. Camaro Jackson defends the D1 title versus Bandolero. Uh, Archie Mercenaries for the defend the tag titles against the Bum Rush Brothers. There's going to be a battle royal to determine a, a, cha a challenger to Adrian Surge. And just found out that Sadie Blaze will take on Mikazi. It's this Saturday night. Sponsored by Slackers, CDs and Games. And Devin James Enterprises, uh, Sports Academies in Glen Carbon. It's one of our favorite venues. We used to run there all the time. Uh, there is a soccer net, so we'll see what that that happens. Uh, seen Adrian Surge actually kick Mikazi into the soccer net, so um, playing so using so using Mikazi as a soccer ball. So uh, it's it's going to be a great show. I can't wait, and I have really enjoyed being on here tonight. So I'm glad you guys had me. Oh, absolutely. It has been an absolute pleasure. And before we go, I uh, once again should mention the wonderful sponsors for the Wrestle Talk podcast that help us out so much and have given us a wonderful platform such as StreamYard as we improve our quality for the fans every single week. We have ourselves Everything Combat, Kincaid, Esports Bar KC, Interstate 70 Sports Media, Royal Mills Transportation, Painter's Dreams Productions, and of course the FWWC. And Haas, why don't you let them know about the last one again? 
That would be uh, Rathbun Engraving, where you can uh, you can order your very own Wrestle Talk podcast mug with your name on it for twenty five dollars. Just get with one of us, and we'll be glad to uh, get you set up. Beautiful, and it's def they're they're amazing glasses, I tell you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful Tuesday evening here at the Wrestle Talk podcast. Thank you so much to Ricky Cruz for being on and being such a gracious guest as much as he is a gracious person. Be sure to check him out. You know, as Chris has talked about constantly, the amazing Dynamo Pro Show they got coming up this Saturday, May 22nd, as he takes on Super Crazy. But there is so much more on the card, and it's a show you would not want to miss. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Chris Riddell. There's Hardcore Haas. I am the Maestro Cherry Carp. Thank you so much. And remember, life is a book full of empty pages just waiting to be written in. Make your lives worth reading. Thank you and good night. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat talking at you, and you're listening to the Wrestle Talk Podcast.